Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fate Me. And today we're talking college football. Uh, we will be adding plays as the week goes on, but we just wanted to drop this podcast right now to give you our first look at our overall card for the college football weekend. Uh, some of you will be listening to this before the kickoff of the UAB Jacksonville State game. That's great. Uh, we did have that on record already this morning with our podcast. We are playing the under in that game. Uh, we're playing the under 51 and a half. I should have waited a little bit longer. Looks like the number moved up to 52, but that was our Wednesday play was the UAB Jacksonville State under 51 and a half. So that's kind of how we start off the college football card. Year to date, we're three and two, and obviously we feel really, really good about what we got on the card upcoming this week. Um, so that's the Wednesday game. Now we go to Thursday, and we were tempted by several games, uh, but the one we're going to focus in on is Minnesota and Ohio State. Uh, this total has been very intriguing, open at 64.5. It's now down to 62.5. Uh, the the line, for the most part, has gone Ohio State minus 14. I've heard it at 14.5. I've seen it at 13.5. Uh, ultimately, we're going to get this game at 14. And after much consideration, we are still going to play the Ohio State Buckeyes laying the 14 in Minnesota. Yes, the crowd is going to be back at uh, Huntington Bank Stadium, I guess they're calling it these days, no longer TCF. Um, that's going to be a factor. But when you break down this game, the Minnesota offensive line is so big, they're so critical, but Ohio State's strength is that defensive line. And if Minnesota ends up being down in this game because the secondary gives up big plays, which even against a young quarterback, that Minnesota secondary is where they are going to get exposed the whole game comes down to Tanner Morgan. If Tanner Morgan is the quarterback he was in 2019, advantage Gophers. If he's the QB from 2020, this thing is a blowout, and it's not even close. So I think there's a better chance Ohio State wins this game by 20-plus points than there is Minnesota keeping it within a score. Now, could it be very competitive for a half? Absolutely. But my feeling is that Minnesota secondary is going to get exposed, and that's going to create the big plays for Ohio State. And I just don't think Tanner Morgan's going to have enough in the tank to be able to give Minnesota the big plays to get the backdoor cover. So we are going to take the Buckeyes minus the 14 over the Golden Gophers. So that's our first game on Thursday night. We're also going to play a total on Thursday night. Uh, we're going to play the Boise State Central Florida under 68 and a half. I like uh, the fact that Gus Melzahn is going to have an up-tempo offense at Central Florida. I, I think that will bode well for the future there, but, but it takes a while to put in a new system. So I'm factoring in the new system at Central Florida is going to slow things down a little bit. Plus, Boise State, I think, is going to try to control the football a little more with their running game. So I think it's going to be an under 68.5. That total's actually dropped from 71.5 down to 68.5. We still like the under. We're still going to play the under at 68.5 in that one between Boise State and Central Florida. Uh, next up in the card, uh, we like Tennessee. Uh, we don't like Tennessee that much, folks. Uh, Phil Steele has Tennessee as the 89th best team this year. So why in the world would I lay 35 points? Well, I am saying Bowling Green is the worst team in college football, and they might be the worst team in the state when it comes to football. 
throw in the high school kids, I guess. No, Bowling Green is terrible, guys, and that's why we're going to lay the points with Tennessee. Believe it or not, we're willing to lay 35 with a Tennessee team that went 3-7 and seven last year and only returns 12 starters. It seems crazy, but we think Bowling Green is flat out that bad. So lay it with the balls, and uh, new head coach Josh Heupel gets victory number one in a rout. Uh, next up on the card, we're going Michigan State. Uh, we're getting three points against Northwestern. Pat Fitzgerald lost so much talent. I think Michigan State in year two under Mel Tucker is going to make some big strides, and I think their first big stride is in this game where they not only keep it within the three, of course, but they win this one as a dog outright. We're just going to play the three just in case Northwestern wins that type of game, and we'll take our push and call it a day. But uh, we're going to play Michigan State plus the three against Northwestern. Uh, then a couple off-the-radar games. We're going New Mexico and Houston Baptist. Saw some great write-ups on covers about this one, and they sold me on it. Uh, New Mexico and Houston Baptist, they don't know what defense is. We're not sure if they have 11 on the field when they play D, so this one's going to fly over the total. Total's high to begin with at 66.5, but provided they get their shoes on and they uh, strap up the laces, uh, this one should go over the total, 66.5, with two teams that do not believe in defense. Uh, Next up, another game that won't believe in defense, and this is a wrong team favored. I love Eastern Washington on the plus side, plus three, and I love the over 67 against UNLV. Uh, Eastern Washington, I expect to put up 45 points by themselves, if not 50. So not only will they cover the number and win this game outright, it is going to go over the total by at least two touchdowns. Put it in the bank, Eastern Washington, plus three. Eastern Washington, UNLV, over the 67. Uh, Next up, we're going again to an off-the-radar game. We're going to go with South Dakota State. Yes, the Jackrabbits, the team that made it to the championship game of FCS football, and uh, they're going to upset Colorado State. Colorado State, 98th-ranked team in the Phil Steele rankings, and South Dakota State, they could beat the half of the teams in the country when it comes to Division I football. South Dakota State is the new North Dakota State who has dominated that class of football, and they will prove it by winning straight up at Colorado State. I guess I have to give a one-and-a-half point spread in that game anyway. It is the Jackrabbits the favorite, but they're, they're laying the number, and you've got to play them. Uh, they're going to win that one by a touchdown or more. I expect it to be a couple touchdown victory for South Dakota State. They are the better football team taking on Colorado State. And then in our final game that we're going to lock in right now, we're going to play the Texas Longhorns. Coach uh, Steve Sarkeesian comes in from Alabama, and i got to believe he learned something under the master Nick Saban there. Uh, Texas ranked 23rd in the Phil Steele rankings. Louisiana Lafayette ranked 32nd. Very, very good football team. But uh, I'm going to give the coaching edge to Coach uh, Sarkeesian in this one, and I think he did learn something from Coach Saban. It's going to be Texas rolling it up. They're going to cover the eight and a half, and I expect them to cover by a touchdown or more in that football game. So those are our plays to at least start the college football week. Like I said, each day on the podcast, we will release additional plays as we continue to research and analyze the information flying in. There is nothing better than a college football week like this. We have games Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, six consecutive days of college football. Is this heaven? I don't know, but it's going to be a whole lot of fun. So good luck on the college football card, and let's cash some tickets.